Bring the ship up to broadcast deck. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Trying to be FCC compliant. The hideouts. Something enjoyable for children. The hideouts. You guys are so funny and so smart. Hideouts. You need to get a flash for the hideouts. Enter the hideouts. L-F-A-N-G-Dubs. And be heard. What, 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 what's new? How you doing? What's new? I'm back. I liked it better the other way. Why? Because then I could control you. Welcome into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK Hefe and Dubs. We are live. Uh, Back in the land of Dubs. If you uh, if you call, people will actually answer and not yell at you because it's best of. So uh, feel free to hit us up. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. I don't mind it if you play that one. You can play that one. I, I really am tired of giving out the numbers. Um, J-Dubs is obviously back running the talk and roll controls after his vacation of Fowlerville, um, which apparently we are going to hear all about coming up at 12. I've got a lot of stuff to uh, talk about. One thing is I want to talk about never going back home for Christmas. Never, ever again. And I also brought home a lot of pictures from me as a kid and uh, my family. A lot of people that, Hefe, you've never seen, but I've talked about a lot. Right. And, uh, you know, and pictures of me as a younger kid, which look nothing like me now. Right, I'm going to show you just one picture okay. right now. Um, should I show you the one I showed you beforehand, or should I pick I out I want to look one? at that one again. All right. I'm going to pick another one out for you, too. No, don't, but don't ruin th- it. This is a uh, picture of me playing basketball, I believe, in the seventh grade. All right, let me see. <laughs> wow. What is amazing, first of all, um, are the uh, the Mo-like hammer pants that yeah, you're wearing. The, the Zebos or the Zubas. And you know what else is really odd? You look like my little brother. You look like Your little brother's white? Actually, he's half. Nice. He looks very... He, <laughs> Good for him. His name's Fathead. <laughs> you look like Fathead. That's really that's really uh, amazing there, Dubs. All right, you're the Junior Gladiators basketball. All right, this is funny as hell. All right. All right Maroon I, team. I want to see the other ones, but you know what? I should hold off. All right, do you want to take one more look at a picture, not me, okay. but a picture of Vicarious BJ when he was at his thinnest? Now, Vicarious BJ is your cousin yeah. uh, slash friend. He is under the Names to Know section on RadioHideout.com. You can go on to RadioHideout.com and see a fat picture of him, what he is right now. With his mother. But this picture I got in my hands right here is actually a picture of him, uh, probably freshman year of high school. Um, we were at my little brother's birthday party. Right, and right. here's us sitting at the table. Now, I've only known the fat by Curious BJ. <laughs> Holy Christ. He does look like uh... it looks like so- It looks like the, the BJ now ate that one. Right. He looks more like Conan O'Brien in this. Yeah. He looks like, to me, he's spitting an image of Conan O'Brien, except shorter and fatter. But this one, he's not fatter. And look at you with the chili ball haircut. You kind of look like Manson in this picture. That's odd, man. All right, that's creepy. All right, we'll run down Dub's yep. memory lane. We have, we have many pictures to get through tonight. 
Um, also coming up tonight, too, whose weekend was it? Our weekend recap game in which we uh, give you the opportunity to win prizes. What? Before we go on, I have uh, something else to sell, pre-sell. Um, also, I have pictures of not me, but me, uh, the summer camp I went to for three years, which was all black. So we have pictures what? of that as well. You went to an all black uh, summer camp? Yep. All right. Uh, you know what? This is awesome. Matt says that Jay the Dirty Cop is going to bring in uh, kid pictures of him now. I'm excited about that, Matt Albert. I'm very, very excited. All right, Dubs Memory Lane coming up at 12. Also, we've got, uh, we'll come up later, we'll talk about the uh, Christmas card we got. We? We, yeah. You and me? Yeah. From I who? Think, I think it's from someone in lockup. Oh, so, you know, we've been uh, neglecting our boys. No, lockup. it's not. It's from Heckler. Oh. All right. Oh, you missed Heckler. Yeah. By the way, that's perfect. I know you uh, you weren't here for the three shows last week, Wednesday through Friday. Even you, Dubs, have you gone to RadioHideout.com to look at the daily show log? I haven't been on the internet or watched uh, any TV in about five days. So you don't know about the tsunami? Nope. What, <laughs> giant tsunami? Are you kidding? You don't know about the tsunami? No. All right. You know, all right. Well, whose weekend was it coming up? First, let's find out. Let's educate J-Dubs. I can't believe that you're living in a world with the AOL for broadband and you have no idea of the tsunami. I'm not connected. Jesus. And now, 106.7 WJFK and the Hideout present The Day, according to El Jefe and J-Dubs. Literally all day I've been struggling to fight back the tears over this, this natural disaster of... Where? Day after tomorrow proportions. Where at? Um, dude, over 22,000 people are dead. Where? It is in the, um, uh, the, uh, Indian, like the Indian Ocean. What happened? It was a tsunami. There was what, a what, how, what caused a tsunami? All right, so there's a 9.0 earthquake, 9.0 earthquake in the Indian Ocean. And then whenever it happens, you got all the, the seismic shifts and plates shifting over another over one another and it causes this huge like disruption in the ocean which eventually leads to uh, these massive waves which are called tsunamis so these things these waves go barreling i mean literally barreling at 500 miles per hour into the surrounding areas uh india uh sri lanka um where I can't. I, I think it's Sri Lanka or Sri Lanka, Sh 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 Lanka, right? Um, Never been there. All right, Drudge says the count is up to forty-two thousand dead. That's insane. I even, you really haven't heard about. I it. have not heard one word about it. I can't believe this. All right, here it is. Um, it, all right, let me see if I can actually find the uh, the actual story. Um, but while I look for the story, Will wants to uh, uh, have a quick call. Will, you're in the hideout on JFK. Cafe, man, those were some great parties this weekend. We're not, hey, we're not going to talk about the parties because Dubs is back. Oh, uh, when's he going out of town again? We need to get together and. Uh, yeah, Dubs. Uh -huh. uh -huh. When is the next vacation, J Dubs? Not for a long time. At least I'm not going back to Michigan for a long time. So. Son of a bitch, Will, you ruined Tell it. Tell Sadie Lou I said hello. I will. I can kiss this to her. You betcha. Shut up. Bye. I, uh. Yeah, we'll have to talk about your uh, your place, too. At some point, I know. No, no, not his place, place, but his actual apartment. <laughs> well, it's, it's well kept. Ooh, trying to tell you about a natural disaster. 
uh, Raider Nation, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, I just want to say Your that place. all Bush is sending over is fifteen million. All right, see now here's the thing. All right, Dubs, uh, the Drudge says the count's up to forty-two thousand, and this is what irks me is that as soon as we heard about this in America, they're like, "Oh, yeah, we're going to send four hundred thousand dollars," and then eventually they said, "Oh, we're going to send four million dollars," and so now it's up to fifteen million dollars. They're going to send to Indonesia. Um, Sri Lanka, where are the other places uh, it also hit? It's like seven countries. Yeah, it's well, seven countries that this impacted, man. Well, good news, though. In Sri Lanka, there will be cheap land for sale. No, why would you even make a joke about it? I don't care if he wrote it or not. <laughs> Just because Tommy writes it doesn't mean you have to read it, dude. This is seriously awful. It is absolutely awful. Thank you, Raider Nation, for that update. That joke was disgusting, and whoever wrote it should be proud. All right, I'm going to see if Matt Albert wrote it first. No. <laughs> All right, now uh, Corolla, who, by the way, is out sick, is uh, he's asking if the tsunami's for real. Yes, this is this is see, real. See, people don't know about it. How do you how do you not find out about the worst natural disaster in at least the last hundred years? If you don't turn on the TV, and well, Corolla has an excuse. That guy is living primitive. Unless someone uh, sends a pigeon with a note in it saying it <laughs> happened, he ain't gonna find out. It's true. But um, yeah, we're only sending over fifteen uh, million dollars uh, because we have all this other money tied up in killing uh, brown people in the Middle East uh, and trying to uh, get oil. So all of our billions and billions of dollars are wrapped up in killing people right now, as opposed to saving people. You know what that means? What we have priorities. We prioritize. And those, my friends. Whoa! I see. I saw a tsunami cross the. No, window. that was, was Belcher. Oh. And those, my friends, are those good morals all of you Republicans voted for in the last election. Tsunamis are made out of water, not chocolate. Oh. Why? I just saw it was muddy water. All of a sudden, Dubs is back. And, Tommy, you are now a uh, racist. What? Chocolate. Come on. And, you know, that's what saddens me, too. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I see brown people uh, hurting. And it's sad. I've literally been trying to hold back the tears all goddamn day. I've seen brown people hurting, too. I've been playing Grand Theft Auto uh, <laughs> all day. There's people getting shot out there, man. I think I saw 44,000 die there. I can't believe you're joking about this. I can't believe it, dude. This is seriously one of the worst things to maybe happen in the history of the world. And you have I'm not taking it lightly. You obviously are. Not. It's not like the discontinued Pepsi. You have no regard for human life. I do, too. I think it's terrible that people died. What am I supposed to do? I didn't even hear about it. If I heard about it, I would have been over there. Oh, you wouldn't have. Well, actually, you know what? Where's Bad Monkey? Get Bad Monkey in here. And Ogre, if you had something to say, come on over, too. I'm truly disappointing. There's a lot of rich white people that died in that, too, because it was a resort area there on, well, on the coast. Oh, those guys. Yeah. Man, not interested. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, though, it's so funny because you watch the coverage on CNN and Fox, and even though it was like, not to say to minimize anybody's deaths, but they were mainly all the stories were focused on the rich white people. I honestly want to believe in my heart of hearts because those were the people they could get the English stories from. You know what I mean? But it's just awful. Uh, Bad Monkey, I'd like you to do this if you could. Could you do a little research? Um, use that AOL for broadband. Google it about. And um, will you please post on RadioHideout.com some websites that people can go to to, like, give money and, you know, that kind of stuff? Can you do that? Like RedCross.org? I think it's RedCross, Care, 
uh, care.org or careusa.org or something like that. Yeah, I'll check Fox News. They probably have oh, a bunch of links to those places. Actually, Fox News, I'm watching, dude, and the whole story's kind of breaking. And these sons of bitches immediately are like, you know, there's a tsunami. At the time, they thought it was like, you know, less than 20,000 people killed. But what about us? What about America? Now, I know that's the natural progression in news. I understand that. I have taken journalism but classes. That might be like, a quick progression. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's focus on them as opposed to the tsunami attacking, uh, you know, the D.C. area or the West Coast and the Pacific. Let's maybe focus on the people who are in trouble first, and then maybe we can get into our self-centered world of the Fox News angle of, but what about us? Now, um, is anybody, is any other country helping right now? Uh, apparently, I mean, Australia's are, I mean, everybody's pretty much said they're in to help. Pitching in small amounts, just like the U.S. Well, the U.S. initially said $400,000, then $4 million, which, I'm not going to lie to you, is money that I would assume Mark Cuban to give, yeah. not the U.S. government. I would think, you know, in the billions or trillions. And then at least uh, Australia came out and said, hey, we're giving at least $10 million. You know, that's at, le at least. And then I guess, according to Raider Nation, they just bumped it up to $15 million. But, um, I mean, that's, that's really nothing when you consider about the magnitude of people who are displaced, millions displaced from their homes. On top of there's no infrastructure, there's no water. There's, Dude, I'm not kidding you. There were bodies in trees. There were bodies laid out on streets. And there was no clue this was going to happen. No warning at all. None. Not even uh, one hour. Not Well, here's the thing. Where the tsunami hit... It literally took like about 20 minutes to get to a couple of the places. Wow. And then uh, like in Sri Lanka, uh, it took two hours. But they have no warning system in place in the Indian Ocean for stuff like this. And it, there are people who were sitting there on the beach and just all of a sudden they said they're sitting on the beach and the water disappears and they're like, what the hell's going on? And then the waves just start coming because obviously the water got sucked in, yep. and then it came out in the you know the thirty foot waves, and people the stories of people in their hotel rooms who were asleep, they're woken up and like uh, before they know it, the ceiling's already full with water. Any idea on uh, how far inland it went? Um, I don't know so much about no. that. No, I mean I've been watching all day. Like Anderson Cooper, three sixty, good show, and. uh I watched a little bit on that, but I don't know how far inland. I just know that literally seven countries uh, in the, around the Indian Ocean all just, like, screwed. Yes, Tommy? I heard something um, on a horrible midday radio show, not on this station, actually. Uh, it has to be an urban legend like the uh, the World Trade Center guy where they said they were taking a picture and you could see the planes in the background. This one was that a guy saw the wave coming and he grabbed onto a pole and held on and he survived. I don't know. I mean, that you've you've heard those stories though. But it's going faster than a jet plane. No, but I mean, you see people who the water, like the first waves, already come, and then they're on top of buses, on top of buses floating down the streets, and then other waves come and knock them over. It's it's insanity, dude. Over twenty two thousand people dead at least, and if you go by Drudge's number, over forty thousand human beings dead within the span of you know. Two and a half hours when you consider the beginning of the earthquake to by the time it got through Sri Lanka. Yes, uh, Ogre. A couple of things. They said the force of the impact of this was the equivalent of over a hundred, uh, excuse me, excuse me, a million, um, a million atomic bombs that was the, the equivalent to the size that was dropped on Hiroshima. And it also affected the Earth's spinning on the axis. Um, 
No, do not read that. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, and actually, they say it wasn't the force of it hitting the um, hitting the actual beaches, but the force of the earthquake at the at the epicenter of the earthquake of the shifting in the plates. The movement like that is like a million uh, bombs, you know, atomic bombs, like we dropped on uh, Hiroshima, which, by the way, is still got off when i can't even believe we did that as a country yes yeah it just it sh it shook the planet it was that much of a concussion they said that they could feel it all the way through the earth on the other on the other side like seismologists 9.0 there's only been this is like the fourth largest uh in recorded history as far as earthquakes go they say the only thing that could, probably could have made something bigger as far as tsunamis go would be if a meteor like deep impact well that... it's, it's deep impact you're laughing at deep impact i'm not laughing didn't you cry when Taylor Leone died and Morgan Freeman? Then I was laughing. You got me there. I'm not laughing now, though. Roy, you're in the hideout on JFK. Sorry, right, man. First off, CNN said it was a 9.2. I heard 9.0 all day, but that's all right. Cool. All right, but uh, I just think it's crap that the the we sent we're sending 15 million dollars over there to India to help them out before India's even asked for any aid. And they're still calling us stingy for it, for well, only giving $15 million. Because you know it's going to, first of all, we only offered up 400000 then $4 million. I mean, we, think about it, dude. Even $15 million, when you look at the, the, uh, the you, would, you would expect small countries to offer that. You know, when you look at the size of what happened, $15 million is going to be a drop in the bucket. We're the, we're supposed to be the You're, greatest country in the world. We should be offering up, you know, uh, uh, half a billion. And you but think, who, uh, but who else is giving anything to these people? Uh, Australia, France, Britain, everybody's hopping 15, in. Fifteen million will only buy them life jackets for the next time. All right, Dubs, I'm I'm, I'm not. That's not a joke. All right, thank you. Uh, I understand what you're saying, Roy. I mean, we are giving fifteen million, but you got to look at it in the grand scheme of things. All right, people say it could be worse if Belcher went swimming. <laughs> cannonball. <laughs> a Belcher cannonball <laughs> happened. You know. Uh, have there been any pictures of the actual wave or anything? Yeah, they got video of it. Really? I haven't seen it. I've been looking for it. I, I haven't they got seen video. Um, and what's crazy is th they don't have any of the videos of the 30-foot waves because they say those were reported in two or three of the spots, probably where it initially happened, like closest uh, to the uh, to the epicenter. But you do see the, the huge waves in Sri Lanka because there was somebody there, a tourist, who had a video camera of just wave, huge wave, then huge wave, then huge, and it just kept coming, man, and just over and over and over. And these people, I mean, it's sad because you see the footage, and these people are holding on for dear life. They're standing on top of these buses, and you think they probably didn't make it because they cut away, and by the time they're cutting away, here comes another wave, you know, just to take them off. I mean, 3,000 people died in 9-11, and it, it's awful, just awful. Now you look that it could be 40,000 people. And this is my question to you. Osama's going to pay for this one. Yeah, I'm wondering when we're going to declare a war on tsunamis. Well, uh, you know Al-Qaeda is to blame for this. I'm sure. And They've, they've uh, built some kind of uh, weathering thing, and they've, uh, they've attacked and here's the, what the we're, ocean. And here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to attack the Antarctic Ocean. Yeah. Because there's a tie between the tsunami and the Indian well, Ocean. Well, you know, it's water. It's all water. It's the same particles. It's H2O. <laughs> there has to be a link. Uh, Rummy make it work. Right. Oh, yeah. Rummy will make it work. Yeah. Oh, Rove will make it work. They'll all make it work. 
And if it even if it doesn't add up, you repeat the lie long enough, you're going to believe it. Let me ask you, though, Dubs, is this just uh, Mother Nature putting us in our place? No. No, I mean, this stuff is bound to happen time and time and time again. This won't be the last one. might be the last tsunami like this that we see. Yeah, it's not going to be the last Rarely, one. I mean, it usually happens once in a lifetime, maybe twice. Um, do you think, um, I have so much I want to talk about, it, you know, as far as this goes. Um, I, here's a good question for you. Uh, first of all, why does it take a natural disaster for us to start caring about other people? Well, I think uh, you have to, you can't be helping everybody all the time, you know. Um, those countries over there, I don't think they were in dire need of help before this happened. And I think helping at these points is, you know, what you should do. Now, let me That's the thing you have to do. Let me ask you this. What's the over-under uh, on when Americans will be sick of this story? I'm, I, I'll give you three days. Oh, I was going to say 11.30. I know I know. people want us to move on in the hideout. Mm-hmm. I give it three days before Americans are sick of the story. Just give them more money. Yeah. I actually, I'm a, I, I got a, a birthday check from my mother today at 26 years old. Somehow I feel that's still sad. But I got a, bir- uh, not a birthday, a Christmas check. Mm-hmm. Gave me a little cash. And I am, I am donating it. To uh, to Care USA. I want you to keep that money and donate your own. Well, it's still a gift. No. Well, you know you what? You can't I, re-give. Uh, you know what? I'm going to match it. I'm going to match it. and I'm going to send both over. How about that? That's fine. Um, now I could. I could. Now be- you, you have to send those over to False Church. <laughs> no. I mean, where I had that party? Oh wait. Sadie Lou needs a new collar. Yeah, maybe I should be a good American and reinvest it in our economy. But yes, I, but I th- put it in the stock market. But I think I'm going to go ahead and give it buy to a VCR to the people in need. Take a trip, please. Like it was that much money. She goes, go have dinner with this. I'm like, all right. First of all, going to Wendy's. It's a lot of money to have dinner on. I wonder what that means. But um, I, you know, I, I wanted. I had other stuff I wanted to get to on this. Right, real fast. Yeah. Jobs. It's like we're living in a movie. Do you believe that these are signs of the end times? No. Hold on a second. Let me run this down. I'm okay, not, please. I'm not a religious yeah. man, but add these up. Obviously, the tsunami, mm-hmm. natural disaster, all the Florida hurricanes, just in a row, the way Florida got p- pounded. People still mm-hmm. displaced in Florida right now living out of mobile homes. The war in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. The locusts, mm-hmm. which attacked Jerusalem. And, of course, we had the cicadas here. And not Sidcada, the cicadas. Mm-hmm. All the plagues engulfing the earth. Yeah. West Nile virus, SARS, flu. Hold on, I got more. A flu? That's a plague? There was a shortage of the vaccine. <laughs> Entertainment. It's a stretch. Who's your daddy? Like, that's not a sign of the end times there enough within itself. And um, this overbearing security. At some point, taking the quote-unquote mark of the beast. All of the, these things that you mentioned have uh, happened before. Everybody in their lifetime has thought that, it, oh, this is the end times. These are going to be the last days of the world. Guess what? We aren't that important. When we die, everything is going to keep on going on. Right. And there's been, uh, there's been earthquakes. There's been tsunamis. There's been locusts. There's been flus. There's been things like SARS forever. 
and there's going to keep on being all these things. And, and you know, you, what? you can't stop it. And you are, it's not going to be the end of the world. And you're, you know, I think you're right because it was the same when Vietnam was going on, when uh, Nixon got reelected. Everybody thought, like, these are end times. Yep. It's the 60s. Uh, the world's going to end soon. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we went through the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and now here we are, and kind of again. The problem is. That damn Bible, you can tie anything into it. You can look at that book, and you can read it, and you can interpret it any way you want. The uh, the Re- book of Revelation, my favorite book. The only one I read when I go to church and ignore the sermon. And uh, also that damn Nostradamus. He, I'm sure there's going to be a quatrain that would have told us about this as well. If only we had known. If only we had paid closer attention to the quatrain, maybe, we, uh, maybe people would still be alive. Moak, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, people call me crazy, but I see this is the end, the end times. Because you're a... Why? Go ahead. The stars are right. The ancient sonic gods of chaos are awakening deep in the ocean. This is just uh, phase one of their master plan. They need they need mass death to gather more power. <laughs> Can you keep a secret? Absolutely. <laughs> Beat it. That's the secret. Beat it. All right, man. Well, here's the other thing, then, J-Dubs. If it is... If it is something that goes in cycles. All right, go ahead and keep it turned up for a second. You've been gone. You missed your songs. Can you keep a secret? That son of a bitch in his breathing. When I tried to sleep. Have we learned anything from the past? No. And that's the point. We've gone through all this stuff before. We went through Vietnam already. Why are we going through it again in Iraq? Because it's not the same war. Attack the Arctic Ocean, not the Indian Ocean where the tsunami happened. Attack the brown ocean. Yeah, the brown one. Indian. Native American. Oh, wait. All right, man. Let's take a break. I just wanted to get that out there, first of all, to prove to you we're live. Yep. Uh, we're talking about something that happened today. I'm glad I told talked about it. Otherwise, Dubs would have gone through the rest of the week not knowing that nearly, I guess now, 40,000 people have died uh, on the other side of the world. It's sad. I, I, now I just want to cry. Take this a song. <laughs> Light up the phones. 866-277-4969. Whose weekend was it? Our weekend recap game. Belcher is here. He will play the game with us. Turn it off. Can't. What do you mean you can't? It's rocking. What? Listen, I can't stop now. Take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. Uh, check radiohideout.com to see how you can help our uh, brothers and sisters. And my name is Phil.com. On the other side of the Also, uh, who's making was it coming up next? 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. And J-Dubs, a recap of the trip to Fowlerville. Uh, it's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. Since you bought the bullshit and re-elected Bush, we, here in The Hideout, invite you to choke on these lies, too. The Hideout gives away the best prizes in radio. Lie. El Jefe looks like Ben Diesel. Hmm. Lie. J-Dubs cares about your feelings and wants you to be happy. Lie. Remember, these are blatant lies, but we're going to repeat them enough so you'll begin to believe them. The Hideout. With El Jefe and J-Dubs. RadioHideout.com. Americans! Come to the hideout.
866-277-4969. The Hideout. RadioHideout.com. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. We are live and we're about to play our weekend recap game. Whose weekend was it? So you want to hop on the phone line. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. And I have a little bit of a problem right now. I've left all my CDs for you guys for uh, who, uh, for the past weekend. And I haven't got my Whose Weekend Was It music. Oh, uh, we have them? Yeah, I gave them the stack. So All right, tell whatever. Tommy and Tommy okay, will get it. Cool. I got a couple things I want to hit up before whose weekend was it. That gives people a chance to hit up the phone lines. Um, oh, look at this. George Carlin going into drug rehab. Um, About damn time. I think it may be a little bit too late. <laughs> going into rehab because I use wine and Vicodin too much. Um, Who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, what's the big deal? I love Carlin. He's my favorite comedian of all time. The guy is just brilliant. So good luck to him. Maybe he'll get to know a uh, crossbar. And if anyone knows where I can get some Vicodin, 10800 oh, Main Street. All right. <laughs> also, I'm on Drudge Report. Well, there's definitely some extra sitting around because Carlin's off of it. Uh, I'm on the Drudge Report, and um, he mm. says 42,000. Quake may have altered Earth's rotation and shortened the day by three microseconds. I hate this stuff. Why? Because it's just all this stuff that gets you all worked up, and then there's actually no change whatsoever. But then you'd start thinking about it in the beginning, and you're like, get all worried. Rattled planet orbit changed the map of Asia. And um, Black Albert said, um, if we're going to fight the tsunamis like you guys say, we have to fight them with the Navy we have, not the Navy we wish we had. Yes. And we will keep that in mind, Black Albert. Very good point. Uh, before we start the game, whose weekend was it? 866-277-4969. Big Sleepy, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, guys, what's up? What's up, man? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, call and tell you that um, the two sound bites you have, one of Corolla expressing his uh, sexual orientation. Uh, hold on a second. I am gay. Yeah, and the other one uh, about how his fingers smell. My fingers smell pretty. Yeah, they're, they're up there with uh, Stern's young, wet bitches. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you very much, sir. I'll do Thanks, Corolla man. Pride. I appreciate that, right, Big man. Sleepy. See you, man. Uh, um, I am uh, I'm truly honored, to be perfectly honest with you. My fingers smell pretty. I, think it's I wonderful. am gay. Have some respect. What? what? Have some respect. I didn't say anything. Whose weekend was it? Here we go. Our weekend recap game hosted by America's only black game show host. His name is, um, what's your name again? Tsunami Pete. Tsunami Belcher is here. And um, he's ready to host the game. we got a couple of open lines. Uh, again, the phone number is 866-277-4969. If you hear this sound... Yeah, Jesus Christ. That means you got the uh, answer correct. If you hear this sound... Oh, Jesus Christ. That means you uh, you missed. We'll give you two out of three uh, opportunities to, uh, to get things correct. Here we go. Let's first play... Uh, with our friend Daniel. Daniel, you're in the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Going on? What's up, man? You ready to play? Yep. All right, here we go. Let's do this. Here we go, Belcher. All right, Daniel, over the weekend, this hideout member wasn't depressed at all on Christmas night. Whose weekend was it? Hefe Dubs or Bateman? Hefe. Jesus Christ. Actually, you know what? Yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm going to give that one to you. Technicality. Yeah, and a technicality. It was Bateman, but... um. Christmas for me, um, I don't I don't celebrate, but it was a 
It was epic. You'll hear more about it in the uh, in the upcoming questions. But uh, I'm going to give that one to you on a technicality. Now, Bateman, is Bateman in the room? Why were you not depressed because you're the king of all depression as much as uh, I may talk about it? I'm writing a book about it. What? Uh, why? What, were you happy? What happened? No, usually uh, Christmas night, I usually feel like just sad. Hanging yourself? No, not quite that bad, but right. kind of like... But you were cool this time. Yeah, it was fine. Well, that and I didn't feel well, so... <laughs> all right, well, good. I'm, I'm glad to see you're making some progress in your mental health. Yes. Some. Uh, here we go, Daniel. Let's play the game. Whose weekend was it? All right, Daniel. Over the weekend, this hideout member used his PS2 to watch porn. Whose weekend was it? Hefe, Dubs, or Bateman? Well, it wouldn't be Curl anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if Hefe has one anymore. <sighs> Crap, Dubs. Oh, Jesus that was me. I um, for the first time, I usually use my DVD player. Yeah. I popped the porn in the uh, new flat PS2, and it was almost too much to handle because I was using the controller. As the, uh, as the, uh. Um, is that what you call it now? Well, as the remote, if you will. Oh, I was going to think you used it as the B plug. No, as the remote. Son of a bitch. And, <laughs> and I, uh, and I just, I, I had, I didn't know what to do because I'm using the controller as the remote and I'm thinking, well, I need a third hand at this point. Um. Should I call me? Please. But I say this, I was epic. Did you have the vibration? Okay, on the you know what? I let's uh, let's move on. Whose weekend was it? <laughs> Here we go, Daniel. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Over the weekend, this hideout member ordered an in-demand pay-per-view movie for the first time. Whose weekend was it? Hefe Dubs or Bayman? Hefe. Yeah, good Jesus job. Right. Congratulations, Daniel. You are a winner. Hold on. That opens up a phone line. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. My, um, my weekend and my Saturday, the uh, my 25th of December, was great. Mostly because of the fact that all I did was I worked out in the morning. I went back to the gym, did back, <clears throat> did great. Um, watched the Lakers and Heat game. I love, uh, love the fact that the Lakers lost. I hate the Lakers and I hate Kobe Bryant. Played Madden all day. And then I ordered Van Helsing on in-demand pay-per-view. Ew. Well, I am a sucker for Kate Beckinsale. And uh, she could... Is he hot? It, Kate. Oh. And, and by the way, the show was so not Mo with you gone. <laughs> it was an amazingly hetero show. We were talking about... Well, I'm glad everybody's, you know, likes to see me back. Everybody's happy to have you around. But um who was it? Kate Beckinsale. Cake? Kate. Hey no. That's what I watched over the Christmas holiday. <laughs> uh but she's so goddamn hot. I mean how, how was the movie? Yeah. Yeah. And I was playing Madden through the whole thing, so I really don't remember. But she's uh, she's beautiful. That's why she's in my top five. Let's go over here. David, you're in the hideout, one oh six point seven WJFK. Whose weekend was it? You ready to play? Oh, yeah. All right, bro. Here we go. All right, David. Over the weekend, this hideout member stumped a fast food cashier just by paying. Whose weekend was it? Hefe, Dubs, or Bateman? Think fast food. Think fat. Whose weekend was it? I'm going to have to say Bateman. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I tried to stump you, and I couldn't. What happened, Bateman? Um, it was 281 so I gave her a 10 and a penny. And she looks at me, and she goes, it's 281. And I go, yeah, what did I give you? And she just goes, <sighs> and so she had to do the math 
And she looked at me like I was the idiot, and then she <laughs> gave me back $7.33. <laughs> Where'd you go? It was the McDonald's right at the corner here, the absolute worst one ever. Okay, you cannot go to this McDonald's uh, on Oak Street uh, around the corner from the JFK compound and expect them to do anything correct. That's true, but uh, I was... They haven't even figured out the drive-through I mean, system. You, you would think they would at least be able to. Uh, if you don't know math, have a calculator or something right there. Isn't that what the goddamn cash register's for? Yeah, and she still gave me the wrong change. How does that... I mean, that's what cash registers are for. I don't even understand it. All right, here we go. Uh, David. Whose weekend was it? David, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member sat in silence listening to himself on the hideout mixtape. Whose weekend was it? F.A. Dubs or Bateman? F.A. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. This actually happened when I picked Dubs and his buddy Brian up from the airport. We're driving back from Dulles, and I want to talk to Dubs about his vacation and everything that happened. And uh, he goes, shh, and he turns up the radio. <laughs> so we're driving... <laughs> down uh the dullest tow road i wasn't i was just uh completely enthralled with what i was hearing i couldn't understand you know how this great show was on so late <laughs> what is this show on saturday nights what is this the hideaway <laughs> that j-dubs guy yeah i think i've heard of him i think he got tattoos on don and mike or something and he has a booming voice yeah he's the greatest radio voice i've ever heard but uh yeah so we drove essentially for 45 minutes in silence uh, the three of us laughing at our own show. <laughs> it's really stupid. All right, David, uh, you get one more chance to be a winner. Here we go. Whose weekend was it? All right, David, over the weekend, this hideout member was absolutely devastated by the skins loss to the Cowboys. Whose weekend was it? F.A. Dubs or Bateman? Dubs. Oh, Jesus so I give an F about that game. Actually, uh, that was me. I was devastated by the fact that the Redskins lost with only 36 seconds left to the Dallas Cowboys on a long bomb to a guy who was picked with the second pick uh, in the seventh round. Oh, wait, that bit's over. Actually, I was elated. I couldn't stop screaming. How about them Cowboys? Uh, it's not even a rivalry anymore. There's no reason to even play the game. And uh, as America's team, I, uh, I think that the skin should be kicked out of the NFC East. Enough about that boring stuff. Did you watch the Detroit game? No. The Detroit game was epic. We were uh, we were kicking their ass the whole game, and then they came back at the end, threw a touchdown pass that got called back because they said uh, at first they said he stepped out of bounds. They reviewed it. He didn't step out of bounds. So they they said, well, he didn't really have control of it while he was falling to the ground. Right. So Detroit wins. Oh my God. Beats uh. the Bears. Why couldn't there something like that have happened? By Chad Hutchinson. A former cowboy. Terrible. America's you guys, You guys are lucky to lose him. Uh, yes, Tommy Bateman. You know what's funny is that I don't remember you saying anything like that when Charles Mann was here. Charles Mann is or my, Ken Meese. He's my best friend. I could give a damn about that guy. But, <laughs> but Charles Mann is my best friend. And, uh, and I respect Charles Mann to the utmost, and that is true. I'm sick of the callers. Can we stop? You gonna stop the game? I'm sick of that. All right, game's over. Fine, fair enough. I'm sorry, Belcher. Did they put that John Riggins? I'm in? even mad about that because I wasn't even in any of these. Oh, there uh, wasn't a J Dub's question among them. All right, what happened with right. you, J Dub's, over the weekend? Then uh, nothing really. <laughs> Perfect. <Jeez. laughs> you sat around listening to the mixtape. Yeah, and playing uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto and Tiger Woods 2005. How is that? Which one? Both of them. Grand Theft Auto is great. We were playing that all night tonight. And, I mean, the 
games have gotten so crazy with the swearing. In Grand Theft Auto, they're even dropping the N-bomb. Like, they're even getting racial. And actually, in the beginning, the cops pull uh, the, this black guy over, and uh, he's in a cab. And the cops, you know, pull him out, take his money and whatever, and uh, tell the uh, tell the cab driver to go away and call him a dirty Mexican. What? Yeah. What is this in Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto, um, San Andreas. Hey, did you hear about the... Um Something happened with Grand Theft Auto where it saved this family who was getting robbed. Apparently, I read this somewhere. It's probably the AOL for broadband where somebody was breaking. It was in L.A. and somebody was breaking in to uh, someone's house, you know, and it was the kid who was at home, I guess, with a single mother. Dad was gone. It was just the mom and the kid at home, maybe even a grandmother. And somebody had broken in. The kid was up late um, playing video games, playing Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. And I guess there's a button that you can hit to make the siren go off, like a police siren or something like that. No, you were just watching uh, Home Alone over the weekend. No, I'm telling you, I saw this story somewhere. <laughs> this is for real. Hmm. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Was that in there, too? <laughs> <laughs> Polly Loose Pals, first of all, welcomes you back. J-Dubs. Good to be back. And he also says... It's more than good to be back. Samuel Jackson plays the cop in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, does he? Um, are you going to go watch the new Samuel Jackson movie? Which one? The one about the, the basketball team in Richmond. Maybe what's called like high school. Oh, yeah. I saw some previews for that. Oh, you know what I went to go see today, by the way? What's that? Uh, Life Aquatic. How was it? Um, How's it par up there with Rushmore? It doesn't. No. Or the Royal Tenenbaum. I'll tell you this. I'm bored with Wes Anderson. Yeah. Is it very much uh, a lot? A blah type film. And let me ask you this. I, I wasn't a big Royal Tenenbaums fan, but I loved... Uh, I dig that one. I'll watch I it. loved Rushmore. I dig it every time it's on uh, Stars. When did Bill Murray become the sad clown? Because that is his role. Quick change. Sad clown. <laughs> quick change. That wasn't him, was it? Yeah, he pinpointed it. It was quick change. I thought he. I thought that was uh, the other guy, the, the, the weird guy from Police Academy. No, that shakes the clown. Son of a bitch. You know your clown movie. Yeah. Well, you have a, a tattoo of a clown shooting heroin, Dubs. Yeah, you, would... you were thinking of Bobcat Goldthwait or whatever his name is, and that was uh, Shakes the Clown. Who's marrying Nikki Cox, and I still don't understand that one. Oh, that was a chick from that bad movie on UPN with the little Muppet or whatever it was in the basement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, I forgot the name of it already. Right. The Married with Children ripoff. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It was written by the same guy, so go figure. But yeah, Life Aquatic, I was like, God damn it, I should have gone to see something else. Well, there's nothing really else out, I thought. I, I, I went to look. I disagree. Flight of the Phoenix, Spanglish even doesn't look all that Spanglish bad. Spanglish looks good. I was going to go see Ray, but it was only showing once at like 1030 at night. So yeah, Ray's almost out. I'm huh. looking forward to all the horror movies that are coming out, like White Noise. Yeah, White Noise actually looks kind of uh, like good. You know what? I, I forgot how much I did go into the movies. When I went today, I was just like, you know, even though the movie wasn't all that great, I'm like, I love the movie-going experience. Why don't I do this more often? I got a new goal. I'm going to try to go see a movie every day this week. What like, should I go see tomorrow? Is that going to be your New Year's Sponge revolution? Bob. My New Year's revolution? No. Like no, your uh, personal trainer certificate of last year? Why would you bring that up? Because you brought it up last week and I had forgotten all about it. I what is it? I, I wanted to talk about this. Remember how one of my my two New, Year, two new Year's resolutions that I wanted to have? Mm -hmm. One was to get involved in other media, i.e. basically the Internet. And I think we've done that with RadioHideout.com. The other one was that I wanted to uh, be a certified personal trainer by this time. Not having? It's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I 
I got both my uh, New Year's resolutions revol- resolutions resolutions done. What were they? Uh, one was to put on twenty pounds, <laughs> and the other was to get four tattoos. Hey, almost didn't get it. Look at Came you. That close. Look at you, man. Congratulations. Well, you uh, know, I know how to bet. All right, first of all, whoever has this is a funny son of a bitch. Somebody has the instant message name, I love Jesus 666. But then they sent me the, uh, yeah, they sent me the story. Okay, I guess it was out of Houston. And uh, it's the Grand Theft Auto story. Thank you very much, I love Jesus 666. Hey, speaking of, uh, well, unholy, Porno Dan, unholy. you're in the hideout. You're on JFK. <laughs> Hey, Dubs, how are you on this happy Sunday night? What's Dano, up? how you doing? What's up, bro? I'm just coming out from Club 5. I picked up mine and have these uh, VIP passes for New Year's Eve. Kick ass. Man. Now, uh, Dan, would you be able to pick up two more of those? <laughs> uh, Dubs, two more? Yeah. Who needs one? You need one? Yeah, me and my girlfriend. Me, him and his chick. Well, you can come out and about your girlfriend. We can find you a new girlfriend tonight. <laughs> you know what? That is uh, that's true, mate. You, uh, we're, so we've got six girls coming out. What's that saying? All right, now if you can, then, you know, we can. I could pick another girl. We have like a three on seven super combo. All right, I'm uh, I'm digging this. I really think we're gonna have a blast. New Year's Eve. Oh, now, this is lock, stock, and barrel. It's gonna be a wonderful night. By the way, Porno Dan, under the uh, on RadioHideout.com, if you go to the daily show logs for Friday's show, first of all, you were great filling in as a guest host for Dubs, who was there. Uh, so my honor is filling for dubs. But I have all of the information on what people need to do to get the tickets uh, for Club 5 this New Year's Eve on Connecticut Avenue. Right. Basically, it, basically, it's pornodan.com, but there's a link right there on radiohideout.com. Right. There's a link that tells you how to buy your tickets all right on my website. So basically, go to groovetickets.com, um, type in Club 5. You can buy, you have two types of tickets. One is a VIP ticket, which is a uh, hundred bucks, and that gives you all you can drink, open bar, top shelf included. Or you can buy the commoner or peasant tickets, which are $40, which just gets you in the front door. Right. All right, we're going to see you Thursday, right? Okay, I'm coming in Thursday. We're going to hang out on a hideout and bring you my new movies, including DC Debauchery 3. Nice. Yeah, I'm brand new right off, hot off the presses. You guys will be the first ones to get a copy of it, first in the country. Now, uh, are, do you have any of the girls that came in uh, to do the hideout on the, these videos at all? Uh, I don't have any of the girls that will be coming in. Well, you know what? I can bring a girl on Thursday, I'm sure. I'll no, no, I, I, on your videos, are uh, any of the girls that you brought in uh, uh, to the uh, hideout before on your videos? Um, I believe so, yes. Okay, nice. cool. I just yeah. like to have that personal experience when I'm watching yeah, it. The first, absolutely. I get enough of that with Dan. Dan so it, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to have a great time hanging out New Year's. Gonna, you know, it's going to be a cornucopia of, of, of beautiful girls for us to hang out with. Awesome. This Friday night at Club 5 in Northwest D.C. Again, RadioHideout.com under the Friday okay, yeah. daily show. Everyone's invited except for Tommy. Uh, oh, come on. Tommy was nice. You know I love Tommy. He gave you a ride home Friday. I, I love Tommy. I'm just kidding. Tommy's always welcome to hang out with me absolutely any time. He's a good sport. He's a good man. He gets and the peasant ticket. Even, even Corolla has grown on me, I have to admit. Nah, Corolla not interested. All right, Porno Dan, we will, uh, we'll see you Thursday, brother. I will see you guys Thursday. Have an absolutely beautiful night. Stay out of the cold, boys. All right, man. See you. Uh, Later. Speaking of cold, Michigan is too goddamn cold and... It just solidified why I do not want to move back to that godforsaken state. All right, you know what? We haven't talked about your trip home. Yeah. Let's do that next. Uh, the hideout, we are live. Belcher, if you want to stick around, Dubs wants to show you some photos, I guess, from his childhood. Yes. And because you did an amazing job on whose weekend was it? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to challenge Belcher, uh, JFK, hideout at AOL.com. We'll take a break. We're looking for a replacement. 
Anytime, just yeah. let us know. At that? Oh, I thought you said something else. Scab. You know, like a worker. Like Darky? <laughs> I know. I thought you said Mooley. Do you know what I th- what I thought? Probably. You All right. Asian porn. Uh, take a <laughs> Belcher, by the way, is going to show us uh, pictures of his ex-girlfriends, and by that we mean meals. So take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout, Hefe Dubs, uh, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout, Hefe and Dubs. Proving even retards can do a radio show. Oh. It's the hideouts on 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. The hideout. With LFA and J Dubs. The network has never put out one freaking commercial or one press release to let you know that we're here. But that's their scheme of things. We survive or even thrive on your support. And for that, we thank you. Now, in an industry where everybody wants to be real and everybody wants to do a shoot, this, my friends, is a shoot. We hate this stinking network. We hate their guts for abandoning us. We hate their guts for not supporting us. We hate their guts for not advertising us. And we hate their guts for not having the balls to throw us off the air. Hey, network, I dare you to throw me off the air. Because I'm going to break every rule that you put in front of me until you throw me the hell off the air. Now this, my friends, is a shoot. You better take that hundred million dollars, and you better spend it on attorneys, because I promise you, network, the war has just begun. The hideout with LFA and J Dubs. The network equals WJFK. Welcome into the hideout, one hundred six point seven WJFK. And of course, our affiliates all around this great country. Uh, hello on the radio. Uh, uh, the Hideout Radio Network. I am El Jefe. That is Dubs. We are live. I'm sitting in the big chair. He mans the talk and roll controls. A, be- a special shout out to Salt Lake City. I heard some people out there have really been digging the Dubs humor. And I wanted to say thank you for listening. And uh, I appreciate it. Keep it going. Um, Spread the word out there in Salt Lake <laughs> shut City. Shut up. Uh, by the way, we're going to ask... Some, SLC all the way. Uh, some wrestlers are going to be in uh, later in the week, Dubs. Really? To teach us to cut promos. From a local wrestling league, so that ought to be that ought to be a lot of fun. Let's go to Benjamin. Benjamin, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, man? Hey, uh, first of all, I was going to see a movie, Two Million Dollar Baby. It's really good. What is Million Dollar Baby? What is that one? It's Clint Eastwood's new movie. Oh, about, uh, yeah. Strength boxing. Now, I oh. thought that was just in. Uh, uh, it wasn't released uh, widely yet. I saw it in Manhattan, maybe not. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, but what's her name? Hillary Swank's in it. Yeah, yeah. And how much does she look like? Um, a boy, Matt Damon. I mean, they really. She looks like Matt Damon. She, she, she's still hot though. I don't think she's hot, and not at all. Uh, what's up, Ben? Also, um, with Grand Theft Auto, he's like calling it racist. I think it's sort of like South Park that like it sort of gets where it's making fun of everyone. It's sort of like beyond like the racist line, you know what I mean? Well, I would say first of all, I'm a huge fan of South Park. I love that show probably more than anything else. Yeah. South Park is satire. To me, Grand Theft Auto, there's nothing satirical about it. It's kind of glorifying, right? You know, you don't think? I think it's sort of like it's sort of like taking like the worst and saying like this. It's make. Like, this is all by DJ Pooh, the guy who wrote the Fridays. Right. Trust me, man. I love it. 
No, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. I haven't actually seen it. I'm just going by what Dub says. Um, and I don't think I called it racist. I just thought it was kind of odd that I think it's, I think it's uh, a little bit racist. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, kids play this, you know? Yeah, and then the dropping the n bomb. I mean, yeah, the swearing's one thing, but when you start calling people dirty Mexicans in it and uh, dropping that's the you. That's what you do. But I'm on a late night radio show. No, that's uh, even worse. It's on the public's airwaves. Uh, Don't be starting has, that crap. It has the M rated parents should know not to give it to their kids. <laughs> right. No, you're right, probably right about that. All right, Benjamin. Thanks, man. Glad to see you. But, uh, Will, you're in the hideout. I heard you guys uh, talking about movies that are coming out soon, um, and White Noise is one of them, but they're also making a movie called Spanish Stench. Spanish Stench? Are you making a joke? Yeah. Is it coming I through your radio right now? I was trying to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. What about Summer Catch 2? Uh, is that coming out? I'm hoping. In fact, I was so excited. To arriba, arriba, andale, andale, Why? How do you have that ready to go? <laughs> you don't even have the instant replay I do. You son of a bitch. And that would have been funny. And so I saw She's All That was on uh, um, USA. And I'm telling you, that's an epic movie, She's All That. That Freddie Prince Jr. is a genius. What? How dare you? How do you have that? Is that just always in the CD player? I want to thank you for uh, allowing Tommy to be in the studio with me and help me out. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> then this would not be possible. <laughs> well, since we're talking about racist, yeah. tell me about Fowlerville and your trip yes, home. Yes, I went back home to Fowlerville, Michigan uh, this past weekend for about a four-day retreat in the uh, sunny, hot area of Michigan. <laughs> I was there, and it literally was about two degrees, and that's not with wind chill. Wind chill brought it down to the negatives. So I was, I mean, seriously, I've, I've totally forgot about how cold it really does get there. I would uh, get out of the car and walk about 20 feet to the front door, and by the time I got into wherever I was going, I had to cover up with something and warm up. I mean, I've never been that cold for what would literally be about 10 seconds in the cold. I remember when uh, living in Michigan and um, walking from my townhouse mm -hmm. out into the parking lot where my car was parked in the mornings when I was doing mornings back then and literally taking three steps and having the nostril hairs freeze. I mean, just literally freezing where it was like a Triscuits in your nose. Mm. Just, uh, uh, but yeah, that cold is the just so stupid i can't believe it so you're you're home you forget how awful everything is and that was the first thing just to really make me think okay i do not ever want to be here again right and then i got back and hung out with my family for a little bit <laughs> which they are the most retarded people in the world you think you listen to me and i sound like an idiot you have to hear these people talk i was raised by idiots yeah i mean i think i'm doing quite well Right. For who I was raised by. You go home. I think I'm on I'm on the Fowlerville retard curve. <laughs> you go home and then here comes that highfalutin J dubs. That city boy J dubs. Yeah. Seriously, that's what it feels like. And I'd go home and uh I my grandpa's been in the hospital. So I went there every day, spent about an hour and a half, two hours with them. That's awesome, man. How's he doing? He's doing better. They let him out to go home for the weekend for Christmas weekend, but he's supposed to go to like a home to get uh some uh some just just because so, he had a stroke. Yeah, some training, some get some uh, muscles back therapy. in him. Yeah, therapy. Okay, cool. And, well, let's and, go. Well, very good for you, first of all, for going and hanging out with I him. I mean, that that that's not it wasn't an obligation. It was just something that I wanted to do, and I didn't feel obligated to do it. But I, 
you know, I was spending a lot of time with my family, more time than I usually want to. Right. And they were still not satisfied. Every time I would go out with my friends, when are you going to be back? Are you going to church with me tonight? Blah, 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 blah. I, I can't handle them. I'm, Tommy, I want you to isolate this and keep it for next year. Because if I say I'm going home for Christmas, I want Tommy to put on a pair of stiletto heels and kick me in the balls about three times. Isolate it. Hold it. Keep it. Do whatever you have to do with it. I want you to replay it next year. I thought we were going to do that at the New Year's Eve party with Porno Dan. Damn. So what is it about? Now, here's the thing. I may, We talked about this on the Christmas Eve show. Uh, just how much I hated going around family because it was a lot of, uh, wow, you look like you're losing your hair. Wow, you've put on a little weight. You know, it wasn't anything like that. They weren't. Were you just embarrassed by them? No, they they weren't downtrodden me. It's just a whole lot of talk about nothing. I'm bored. I don't want to be there. They know I don't want to be there, but they still keep me around. You know, it's, it's a very odd situation. Now, and on Christmas Eve, they had the whole family over. I hung out with, for, with the whole family for about two hours. These people wouldn't leave. I'm, I'm just waiting for someone to start leaving so I can feel like I'm able to go. So what I had to do so I didn't feel like an a-hole was to go around, and I just told about two or three people, hey, I'm taking off. Uh, have a Merry Christmas. Right. And I, I tried to sneak out. I put the shoes on. I'm putting the shoes on. I hear someone in the background saying, did Justin leave? Has he already gone? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm just lacing up my shoes quicker, just trying to get out of there so I don't have to talk to everybody because it, that's the talk in there now if I left. Right. And I hadn't left yet. So I get out. I just run out into the car and sit down. Right. And uh, I had to get out of there. So that's the last time I saw my fam- uh, most of my family. Right. Now, um, I-, I wonder what it is specifically about because I think everybody goes through this or maybe not. Because you moved away from home. Yeah. I've obviously moved away from home. The greatest thing I've ever done in my life. And no, I tell people this all the time when they're like, like, uh, Shafee, who refuses to leave Detroit. You don't realize how bad your hometown sucks till you get out of there. And, and then you leave and you realize how great a place DC is. I mean, I, I would have never left Texas. You know, but I ended up leaving Texas because my wife at the time went to Michigan where I met mm-hmm. you and then I end up here in DC and things are going great. So, but you just you you go home, like example. I um I have a couple things slated where I'm gonna go. I was gonna go home for a whole week to visit my family. All right, my mom and my pa. And I decided, you know, why am I gonna do that? I think I'll go home for three or four days, because dubs and see if this is the same. You're there. You say hello. You hug people. You give the pleasantries. Yeah. But once you're done with that initial two or three hours of catching up with everything, there's no, there's nothing point. more to be done. Nothing. No, there's not. And all you can do, and uh, the bad thing is they're happy with this, is just sitting around their house watching TV, and it's not quality time anymore. There's nothing you know good about it. Why can't I go hang out with my friends who know more about me, who I can hang out with t- and talk to for? three or four days you know and still be entertained why can't i go do that i've already done my stuff with you guys now let me ask you this what does your mom talk to you about what does she ask you about does she ask you does she ask you about work does she ask you about your relationship no does she about the lions what does she ask you about you know it's mostly bitching about her life that's most of the stuff i go through is you know your sister isn't paying rent over at the house. Blah, 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 blah. You know, just all the stuff. And 
I'm I'm trying to just give advice, and I feel bad for her because it's almost like I am, you know, someone just someone she can vent to, right? And I don't mind that, but you don't want to you don't want to stick around on your I, holiday if, to be bitched at, you know, or bitched too. You know, I don't mind that either. I, but if I want to go, I'll be back. You know, you can talk to me then, but let me go do my thing. Don't be so goddamn pushy. What about your sister, uh, your little brother? What about them? What do my, they do? My little brother was pretty cool about everything, you know. Like, uh, my grandma would make a bed for me to come, if I came back and everything. And my little brother, just, he's not drinking. He ain't coming back, you know. <laughs> at least he's realistic. Yeah. And your sister? My sister, I think, was pissed at me by the end because she didn't say bye. Because I, I, I kept on leaving, you know. Oh, Hefe, I want to stroke your bald head. That's your sister? Yeah. Did you ask her about that? No. How's she looking? Fat. <laughs> Every time I hear that drop, I start instinctively reaching for the dump button. Really? Yeah. Just... Oh, Hefe, I want to stroke your bald head. <laughs> Are you? Did you dump that? No, I was just <laughs> reaching for the dump button. Um, what? Now, last time, last Christmas, you went home. There was a lot of cat crap everywhere, and the place was dirty. Well, I didn't go over to my old house where I grew up. Oh. I, uh, my mom has a new house, and that's where I hung out the whole time. Okay, fair w- enough. Which is, it, it's a very nice house. Right. But, you know. So never again going home for Christmas. Nope. I'm telling you, this is why I'm a big believer of, uh, I hate the holidays. There's no reason to, to celebrate the holidays. It's stupid. It's pointless. If you want to visit family, visit them on a weekend in March. Make it a random weekend. That Because I guarantee you, Dubs, if you, I think, if you had gone home uh, any other weekend, and just said, hey, I'm here, I'm hanging out, giving hugs. Nope, because I went home that weekend in the fall, I did that, and they were still pissed at me. You know, that's why I made a very tough effort to do some hanging out. Let's call them. You want to call no, them? I can't. Well, it's too late for one thing. Right. We'll, we'll set up a time with them. I'll, I'll talk to my mom. You I'd, know. I'd love for you to tell her on the air, Mom, you're making my trips home miserable. Do you realize that now you may, may not want to go actually, home? Actually, I've, I've told her that. What does she say to that? She's like, I'm just wanting you to spend time with your family. Is that too bad? Is that too hard? Is that blah, 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 blah. What is it about mothers? Uh, what is it about mothers? The funny thing is, she wasn't even really a mother. You know? She, I never talked to her before. So you never had that relationship growing up. No, now she, she was like an aunt that you kind of knew was around. You know? Right. You just wonder sometimes, is she dead yet? Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on with her? I heard she just got divorced. Another one. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Mega, yeah, thanks. Uh, Yo, Mega says this is the gayest story ever. Thank you. I feel- I'm trying not to... Uh, what am, how am I supposed to butch it up? Belcher, how should he butch this up? I'm in the same boat as him, so I don't know any way to... Belcher's yeah. a host of Who's Weekend Was It? You, Maybe everybody. You hate going home, too? I'm telling you, this is this is a universal problem. It's not that I hate going home. It's just when we get to talk about memories and things like that, that's when I really want to drink. Or eat a cake? Yeah. Either or. But let me just... Whichever yeah. passes my hands first. But I'm in the same boat as uh, Doves when it comes to relationships with my mom my mom really wasn't around so see my mom's around too much she calls me all the time i have this problem with my pop my mom is around too much now she wasn't around enough back when i was a kid but she's around too much now you know it's like she's trying to compensate for it but i've gone through life long enough one way 
I don't want to go another way. I, I'm happy. You like the relationship you, you had of, hey, uh, just ignore me. Yeah. I can come oh, and go as I please. Exactly. And I always enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's becoming a pain in the ass. Now I know what the kids with curfews, you know, went through. And I'm, you know, 24. I don't need a curfew when I'm home. That's always odd when, they're, when they try to mother you whenever you're staying at the place. You're like, I'm going to take the car. Uh, I'm going to hit a bar. And uh, I'll be home uh, maybe. Um, I might be home tonight, you know, keep the door open. But if I'm not, you know, I'll be home in the morning. Right. And I even, I went this far, which I've never done. Called my mom and said, hey, I'm not going to be home tonight. You even, now this is big for you because yeah. I know you and you don't do stuff. No, but I, I I know because of how pissed she was last time. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this. And that will never happen again because I had to go through it on the phone with her while I'm at the bar. Just say, okay, thanks for calling and telling me. Right, right. See, I, did you yell at her and say, what are you doing? Why are you giving me a guilt trip? No, I'm like, I'm, I just said F you, you know, basically. I'm hanging out with my friends. I haven't seen them in years. One I haven't seen in seven years. Right. Yeah? Family. Awful. Absolutely awful. That's why I refuse to bring a child into this world. It's not going to happen. It's ridiculous. Um, Peter, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hello? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? I just want to say I feel the same way J-Dubs does. I'm 20. I'm a sophomore in our college. And I come home. I come home for like a couple weeks. And all my family wants to do is see me, and it's horrible. And but yeah, but You know, it's, it's not... The, and I haven't even been gone that long. Yeah, it's not that, they, that it's horrible that they want to see you. It's the overseeing, you know? The, the exactly. Fact they that, sit there. They want me to read a book with them. <laughs> well, they actually about, said stay home and read a book with me. My parents, uh, my mom especially, she's like, hey, let's uh, let's play Scrabble. And I'm yeah, like, no, no way. I, I like doing that, actually. I, I will play a board game because that's at least something to do. Instead of just sitting there staring at each other yeah. on the television. And smoking in the basement. Hey, I did that a couple days ago. <laughs> my mom's like, hey, do you want to go have a cigarette in the basement? No, of course I, I do. talking about all that. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, uh, Peter, where, uh, where do you go to school? Do you go away to go to school? Yeah, I go to school in Philadelphia. All right, see, and that's nice. That's that's even worse because when you go away to school and then you have to come home, especially when you're not even of age yet, like Peter, who's twenty. So he's yeah. he's been away. He's, yeah, he's able had, to drink a little alcohol when he's gone. He's had a taste of the uh, grown up life. You come home and you're a junior in high school again. <laughs> exactly, but except there's not the limitations. They just think we feel bad for going out and not spending time with them. Right. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks Take Peter. it easy. All right, brother. Let her up. Meanwhile, you're trying to hook up with an ex or something, try to get a little ass, but then you realize I need the parents to go out and go shopping or something so I can bang this skank in my bathroom. Hmm. Oh. Hmm? Never mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you're going with that. Uh, vampire, you're in the hideout on JFK. So that's my own thing, sorry. Uh, what's up, Vampire? You don't have any idea how much you hate humanity until you get around family, especially on the holidays. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm not doing it again. I refuse. I am not doing it I, ever I, again. I, I tell you what, bro, it gets no easier. I'm 32, and <laughs> I spent about half a Christmas day wanting to throw my grandmother through a wall. Do it. Absolutely Next time I'm riding you to pick insane. her up, throw her old, deteriorated ass out of the wall. I'm afraid if I hit her, she'll burst into dust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, bro. 5,000, man. 5,000, bro. I'm talking to Lefty, and he goes, dude, it was awful. He goes, Christmas Day was awful. I go, why? What happened? 11 hours at my chick's place and i'm like what would you do he's like well we ate and then we went to go see a movie which was fine but then we came back and it was just like 
when are we leaving? When are we leaving? I'm telling you, that's why I had the greatest 25th of December. I worked out. I uh, I watched a little basketball. I played some Madden. I you know why you it was great? It was business as usual. Exactly. And that's what I've been preaching. Holidays should be business as usual, man. It's, it's this forced family time that screws everything up. And another thing about Michigan that pissed me off, it forced me, the actual state forced me not to hang out with a couple of my friends. Shafee and Lefty, both of them I couldn't go see because of uh, the elements that were involved with snow. I didn't even ask about that. Yeah. Wow. I called both of them. Me and uh, Lefty actually set up a lunch to go, uh, you know, pick something up, talk. And the snowstorm in the morning was too bad. We couldn't go meet up. God, I hated Michigan. Actually, you know what? I think I'm going there for the Super Bowl. Uh, Next year's? This year's. Oh. Yeah, well, not. But I, I think I got it worked out where I'm going to go to. Uh, I'll talk about that later. But um, I think I'll be gone a couple of weekends in February. And one of my friends uh, got engaged on uh, Christmas Eve, and I want to, you know, I want to try to go back for the wedding. If I do, I'm not telling my family that I'm back. No, hell no, you sneak in. See, that's my thing too. I rarely get back to Texas. My family's in Houston, and I want to go to Dallas. I mean, that's where my boys are. Uh, it's where the Mavericks are. You know, that's where everything's happening is in Dallas. Oh, I thought you were talking about your friends. Please, and then um. But if I end up going back to Texas, they... So you just want to go back to hang out where the Mavericks are? I'd love to go see a Maverick game and hang out with my buddies, yeah. Oh, okay. When you said your boys, you said the Mavericks. You know, my boys, Dirk. Oh. Dirk and uh, Josh Howard. Matt Albert, you're in the hideout on JFK. Chris Dampier, right? (laughs) Eric Dampier, you ass. Whatever, I don't care. Hey, (laughs) Redskins what? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Who who the hell is Creighton? Uh, I have no idea who he is. He's the guy, you guys. He's the guy who beat the Redskins. Yeah, okay. Uh, just another no-name who did it. <laughs> What's up? Uh, I don't understand all this. Someone not about... named Gibbs who beat the Redskins. Go ahead. Shut up. I don't understand. <laughs> well, I think someone named Gibbs did beat the Redskins. Oh, yeah. Um, go ahead. <laughs> we'll save this Daniel for 10 minutes. Daniel beat the Redskins. All right. I love him. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't understand all this talk about hating family. family. I love being around my family. Uh, do, you, do you truly love being around family? He yeah, must. Just, he's, he <laughs> won't move out. <laughs> if I'm nice to him, they won't force me to get a job. Oh, you know what? The, now, let me ask you this. Is it a, is it a black thing where um, maybe black people enjoy being around their family a little oh, bit more? I thought you were going to talk about the lotto again, you racist. What? No, is this true, though? Yeah, I think it's all minorities. Like Italians, they love family. Mexicans love family. You know, my Me- you know what it is? My Mexican family's too American. I believe that. We'll move back. <laughs> oh, right. You know what? <laughs> All right, beat it. You son of a bitch. Move back. That's got a good point. Um, I'm not right. I'm not reading what? that, Tommy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Read it now. In reference to Matt Albert, he goes, uh, he likes the family because they make him look thin. <laughs> and how do you know? You've never seen his family. <laughs> You're just guessing. Um, Will, you're in the hideout of JFK. Is that his entire family standing next to him that makes him look thin? Or? I guess. I don't know. I, I can't deal with you guys crying uh, about having to go home and, uh, and how awful it is with your families. I uh, broke up with my, my girl. We're living together. So I had to move back into my parents' house. Uh. I'm 28 years old. I'm getting the hassles that I got when I was 17, and it is just making me go insane. So, like, every day is Christmas. Uh, <laughs> all right, you know what? Uh, you're right. Maybe we shouldn't bitch anymore. Do you have any prizes for him? No. 
I don't even know what the people who won are going to get and whose weekend was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either do me or Jag. Yeah, great. They're going to get something, though, Jag. Every Monday, it's not that hard. He's well, somewhere. We got a game we play every Monday. Well, Donna, Mike, and Ron and Fez are on vacation, so all the prizes... Oh, wait, they're available. Hmm. No, no, no. Hide out disrespected. Network. Network. Belcher, you have these same issues with family. What did you do on uh, on the 25th of December? Uh, I was on my way back from Sri Lanka. Okay, great. <laughs> or as he calls it, cannibal run. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to talk about. And also, you too, Dubs. You got pictures, man. Yeah, I gotta screw, take, I... We're going we're gonna to go through these pictures. You're going to take a look at pictures of me as a younger man. And uh, everybody else will be able to look at these pictures on RadioHideout.com. You're going to let us yes. put them up? Yes. There's going to be um, a Dubs photo family album on RadioHideout.com? The only thing is there's a few people in here that uh, I don't know if they want their picture up. So we'll That's have to why black we black out the eyes. But we can leave the eyes in for me. I say we black them out anyway. Okay, that's fine. I, I, that's the bit on RadioHideout.com. <laughs> All right, this is going to be fun. We'll take a quick break. Come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideouts. Your favorite hetero show. Don't be ashamed you're entertained. Two straight guys sitting in a room. LFA and G-Dubs. They like trucks and guns and girls. Now who's the mo? Me. The I used to do that on music radio all the time. Just either sing or do like the uh, the the guitar riffs or anything. Right. Okay. I used to get callers bitching at me all the time. I know. You're a shock jock. Uh, shock jock or just annoying jock. On RadioHideout.com, we do have... Uh, well, you could be that now. On RadioHideout.com... Always have been, always will be. We have a, a few links for you for the uh, how to help the people... Yeah, with the tsunamis and what happened. Speaking of annoying jocks, I listened to Tom Likas when I was home, and <laughs> actually liked it. I, you, I, you told me you were like. I, I, I always liked it before, but I, I thought maybe you now after being in radio for a while and talk radio for that, I would grow to hate it. And I listened again when I was in Detroit. He's funny. There are shows that I like, and there are very few shows that I will admit that I like. Obviously, I like everything on JFK. I think except uh, Bill O'Reilly. I think Lycus is one of the probably one of the best one man 
radio shows. For me, Jim Rome is tops. Yeah. He's no Phil Hendry. You like that, don't you? You like that guy. It's 50-50. It's hit or miss. Either I'm like, this is the goddamn worst thing I've ever heard in my life, or I'm like, hey, it's actually pretty funny. The, the thing about Tom Likas is that every show's the same. The Likas 101, all that kind of BS. He's standing in our way. Sounds like the Junkies. <laughs> no, he's got talent. Yeah. Oh. yeah. He's actually kind of funny. Yeah. Talent. And he, he doesn't talk all over himself. <laughs> I've heard a bunch of Likas voices. You can't understand what they're saying because all of them are talking at the same time. I'm sure that even if they were alone, they'd be able to manage to talk over themselves. The kings of PG County. <laughs> Hero, you're in the hideout on JFK. Queens, I mean. Hey. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, I want to talk about uh, family time. Right. Uh, when I go home for the holidays, I usually get up so early, like 5 o'clock in the morning. I make so much noise making breakfast trying to get everybody up. And I just sit with them. And bug the hell out of them till about noonish. And then they're like, "All right, get the hell out of here." Just yeah, sick of the. Uh, that's one way to do it, I guess, is to annoy the family to the point they don't want to be around you anymore. It works it, every it, time. It won't work for me because these people are so annoying. They think I'm actually interacting. All right, Matt says Lycus is the fat balding woman hater, basically the white belcher. <laughs> <laughs> belcher, why does Matt hate you so much, man? He's a fat bastard. I don't know. <laughs> You look very sad, my friend. What's wrong with you over there? Very quiet, very yeah, yeah. hungry. No, he's not hungry. Well, well looks like it. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, but so. Dubs, you uh, so your family, your family, your yeah. family. So you got pictures. I have pictures uh, from me growing up and some of my family members as well. What do you want to go through first? Do you want to go through pictures of me? Do you want to go through the uh, summer camp, or do you want to see pictures of uh, my family first? <laughs> um, let me see the pictures of you, you. Okay. We're going to start off with the youngest picture I have of me. This is a first grade picture. And all these will go up on RadioHideout.com? Yes. Bad Monkey? Can we get these up ASAP? That's a picture of me in first grade. Are actually, you... that's not a bad picture. No, this is actually uh, your normal looking kid. Yep. You look like <laughs> the lead singer for Bowling for Soup. Now, second grade is actually a little bit worse. <laughs> I didn't, I kind of, uh, my teeth outgrew me. Ah, this is Bucky O'Hare. Yeah, that's Bucky O'Hare right there. This is you, this isn't, this is dubs. You're basically looking a little white kid mm -hmm. with a white shirt and tie on. And you're, how tall do you think you were at this point? Probably I was uh, only three or four feet. But you have the teeth that you have now. Yeah. And as you look at more of these pictures of me younger, you'll see that those teeth were always are always there. Here's uh, the next picture. This is me in third grade. <laughs> now, if you now you got a flat top and the buck no, teeth. No, the only problem that's not a flat top. That's a double side spike, my friend. <laughs> Both sides way up, the middle down. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Oh, my God. That was just the, the hip thing. No, it wasn't. I don't ever remember. Uh, the progressions of a clan member. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's like the, the Darwin picture of clan. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, this is another basketball picture. I mean, I was a big basketball player when I was in elementary school and, uh, you know, middle until I got cut. Man, you look, you look. Look at the shorts, though. I mean, those are completely 80s shorts. Yeah, that's John Stockton stuff. Yeah. Here's a football picture. How far is Fowlerville from Hooterville? 
I'm not sure. Is there an actual Hooterville? I don't know. Well, what's up, Tommy? Nothing. I was just coming over to see uh, the picture. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Pass them to Tommy. Yeah, the Fowlerville, uh, you look like a normal kid, actually. I don't, I don't. Now, I went through a time when I was, uh, trying to be more of a pimp, mm-hmm. you know, trying to pick up the ladies. The hair is one part that, uh, didn't work for me, and there's another piece of jewelry on there that you'll see that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a douche, man. I had the bling bling on, my friend. You, I was bling before there was bling. You know what? I remember this phase, too. I remember this was the phase where it was the white T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then... Like some kind of sweater the thing. The sweater that you wore over it, because I went through this phase. <laughs> Except at this point, I had the Mexi mullet. And um, you've got a s- stupid-ass smug look on your face. <laughs> and the biggest, dumbest gold chain. <laughs> this had to be... This This was right around the time... Um, of like vanilla ice, wasn't it? Yeah, this yeah. was that exactly. time. Exactly, exactly. In that time. picture, you kind of look like a young Josh Hartnett. Thank you. I that's why everybody told me. Why would you be a dick? <laughs> huh? Because I did look like Josh Hartnett when I was growing up. Or a young right, George now, Lopez. I don't know. Here's uh, me in middle school. <laughs> I think I still wear that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's really tight now. Those buttons are uh, like the button. Like the buttons would be on. Uh, Belcher shirt. All right. You know, I got to stop. He's already beating me to the punches. That's an eighth grade picture of me. All right. Okay. Now, the next picture is me as a freshman when I got real thin. And I I look at this picture right now, and I don't recognize it. Seriously, this does not look like me at all. All right. Let me see this one. Ooh. Look how thin I was. This is the one where you look like Manson. Or you look like Brian Warner. With the big nose and the sick smile. No, that doesn't look like you, man. That's weird. Yeah. You look like you're ready to go off to, and to that, Jonestown. And my younger pictures oh, look more Jonesville. like... The, the younger pictures look more Jonesville. like me than uh, when I my, than when I was a freshman. That's weird, man. That, you do. It's Brian no, Warner. You, you're saying I look like Brian Warner here. Here's my, uh, my uh, junior picture. More like Blair Warner from the Facts of Life. You're wearing the Marilyn Manson yep. Antichrist Superstar shirt. That's when I was a junior in high school. You're creepy, brother. You know who you look like now? Who? Uh, one of the Columbine kids. That's not very far off. Eric or Dylan. That easily could be you, man. And you wore a trench coat, didn't you? No. No, I never wore any kind of coat. Oh, I, I always wore. I was always uh, like wearing cut off uh, khaki. How and disappointed stuff. and pissed off was your mom that you're wearing a Marilyn Manson Antichrist Superstar shirt? See, that's when life was good. She didn't care. Now she cares too much. Yep, exactly. Uh, hold on a second. <sighs> Polly Loosebells, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, Dubs, it was really great following you home and meeting your family. And yeah, you want you want to come look at some pictures of me? Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. some stuff for those pictures. So. Stop it! Oh, stop it! Oh, all right. All right, Paul, you've crossed the line. And they're kid pictures. Now I'm, now we've moved into kind of the snapshot pictures of me. Those are all the uh, school pictures of me. This is a picture, uh, I believe it's before uh, maybe a funeral. Right, it looks like a funeral is the look on my face. All these will be it, on this, RadioHideout.com. This is me and my little brother. All right, this is the progression of J-Dubs. Dude, you so were a Columbine kid. What's yeah. going to happen? 
You got like the I, shaved there, head there, even. There, there's something on. Yeah, that, actually, that was uh, probably my freshman or sophomore year of high school when our whole team shaved our heads. And you know what's even creepier about There's a bunch of white kids in helmets with shaved heads. What's even creepier about for this, colors. this looks like, um, like Hitler's dream, where it's these little white, <laughs> blonde-haired, blue-eyed Aryan. That's Homecoming, uh, 1996. Give me your next one. All right. Now, this this is me. I don't know when this was taken. Uh, standing outside of uh, school with a couple of my friends. Um, uh, probably it, it, standing right by Brian's truck who just came home with me. All right. Uh, wow, man. I, you know, it's so I wonder if I should even bring in pictures of me if I go home. Actually, I don't even know if I have any pictures. I rarely ever, ever take a picture, man. I just don't do it. And I got like a few pictures that I like that maybe I'll bring in. But again, this is another one of Dubs where you were very awkward growing yes. up, weren't yes, you? Yes, I was very awkward. I was very, uh, I really didn't come into my own until junior, senior year of high school. Before that, I was very, I don't know, still over. Yeah, very, very long arms, you know, the whole thing. Nothing but knees and elbows, now, this right? Is, this is my senior homecoming picture. <laughs> You're such a douche. What's wrong with you, dog? Look at this. The top hat's pimp with the demons painted on it. All right, this is Dubs. He's wearing... All right, if you've seen Dumb and Dumber and you've seen the tuxedos that they wear to the gala uh, to save the spotted owl, um, Dubs is wearing a a white version of that with the red bow tie, the red cane, and he's got a white top hat on taped uh, painted, um, painted with uh, red demons all over on it. White zombie style. Yeah. Now, who is the chick that is in this picture? That was just a friend uh, that went to me who uh, was my escort for homecoming. She's kind of hot, dude. Yeah, that's Elaine. You still talk to her? No, I haven't talked to her since we moved out here. She Was she one of those hot chicks in high school who grew up to have a lot of, lot of babies and stuff? No, actually, she uh, she's doing quite well for herself. I believe she... Uh, she was just over in Australia or something like that, and still some ones you hold on to. Actually, she was uh, she was a quiet girl in high school. She was a mute. That's the one you hold on to right there. And okay, now here's the picture of my mom, Mo oh. Joe. This is an older picture, and I have a picture taken this month. But I'm going to let you look at the older picture first of my mom, Mullet Joe, and my little brother. Are you ready? All right. Are you ready to see my mom? I've never seen his mother before. I don't have a clue as to what his mama would look like. In that right. last picture, you looked like you were on hosting the Aryan Day Parade. Or something like that. <laughs> no, so I, I was going to ask if you're Orville Redbacher's grandson. <laughs> <laughs> so true. He's a, his daddy was the colonel. Oh, my God. That's my mom. That's Mullet Joe. Oh, Mullet, my God. Now, after you're done looking at my mom, look at Mullet Joe in his shirt. <laughs> look how it's kind of unzipped a little bit so you can see his chest. And this is like one of those uh, those actual portrait pictures. That we they can get. put this up on RadioHideout.com? You can put it up. All right. First of all, I now remember this picture. Yep. You only, you only remember the Mullet Joe part. Because Dubs had a big blow up of this picture, maybe the 8x10. Yep. Where he cut his mom out. I just cut Mullet Joe out, and he had his hand like this, so then we put a beer in his hand. And he put it in the old studio back in Michigan, the picture of Mullet Joe. This is, now refresh people as to who Mullet, Mullet Joe is. Mullet Joe is a guy my mom dated for probably about 10 or 12 years, and uh, had a baby with her, who's my little brother. And out of that 10 or 12 years, he worked collectively 
uh, for money for about six months. Out of that 10 or 12 years, six months of that was spent working. And, and he would that, hoard appliances yes. in the backyard what, for target practice. Well, he had uh, he had appliances out there. He'd take appliances from his friends, old appliances that we had that were broken. <laughs> he had a gun, actually, that he got uh, pulled over with before. It was a 9 millimeter, and he didn't have the whole gun with him, but he still went to jail for six months for uh, traveling with... Uh, you know, with a with a concealed weapon, um, that mullet is amazing. Yeah, he's proud of it. He still has it. All right, your mom. I um. I I'm speechless. Does she look like me, or she resembles someone else? Who I I I hesitate to say. Say it. Resembles. Don't say my girlfriend. Then I'm just going to pass the picture along. You son of a bitch. She does not. Not for a second. No, 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 no. I'm just a, a slight resemblance. As very, I don't know. Very, this is not. And a, if she heard you say that, she'd kick your ass. There's, there's no knock in any way. I'm just saying, There, Tommy, look at the picture. There's is, a, is your mom still with this guy? No. Thank God. He looks like the biggest loser on earth. I didn't know your mom dated Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he looked like somebody. Now, look at the look at the shirt, too. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those... Uh, it's like a Brooks and Dunn shirt, but unbuttoned. Hey, where's his hands there in that picture? Oh. He looks like he's holding your little brother's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Something or other. And actually, you, you see that hand right there? Um, we When we cut it out, I left that hand in, and we always had a beer in it. Like, a cut out of a beer. When is, am I wrong? In that assumption, with the, with the resemblance, I don't think I, I don't see it at all. I see it a little bit. Your mom's hot. She did a she did a hell of a lot better than could have done a hell of a lot better. I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong because all white people look the same to me. <laughs> so you know, like you and Dubs, they can't even tell you apart, Tommy. It's like the movie like, Twins. Yeah, I can't tell you and Belcher apart either. Oh, uh, why? Does that because I'm a fourth black? Why would you say that? No, because you're fourth fat. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Somewhere I should take offense in that. Yeah, I know. I, you're just collateral damage on that joke. That was at me. Don't worry about you. Yeah. No, uh, you're not seeing the resemblance between Dubs' mom and his chick? I, I could be wrong. Just a little bit. I probably wouldn't have noticed unless you had pointed it out. All right, well. That's All right, now here's a picture of my mom this month. All right. How long ago was that picture that I just saw? That The picture you just saw was probably about seven years ago. Wow. Actually, uh, your mom now resembles... Yeah, yeah, okay. Now, I want Tommy to look at that. Tommy, have you seen the show Family Bonds yet? What's that one? The porn one? No, that's, that one's... Yeah. Okay. Um, the, do you know the, the one chick that keeps on getting the breast implants and all yeah. that kind of stuff? My mom, in this picture, and now, kind of looks like her because she gets she has bleach blonde hair and uh, always getting tanned. Your mom tans? Uh, that's why I bought her for Christmas, the tanning package. And when I went in there to get her the tanning package, they said, uh, Karen Johnson, um, is it the same uh, one that comes in here all the time? I'm like, I don't know. Bleach blonde hair? <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, my mom's such white trash. Yes, same one. <laughs> you want to personalize her card? Yeah, to mom from son. That's <laughs> <laughs> as personal as it's going to get. Wow, now, should, I go, should I talk about the baby? What, which baby? Who's the baby that's in the picture with my mom in this latest picture. If you want to, it's okay. up to you. Uh, Mullet Joe has a brother who's only about 20 years old. Oh, no. Mullet Joe's brother just had a kid. 
And uh, when the kid came out, Mother Joe's brother's a big loser. His, the wife that he had a baby with is a big loser. Probably does a lot of drugs, I'm guessing. The baby is missing these fingers on one of his hands, and you can actually see it in this picture. Oh. It has like a lobster claw. It has the, the rock and roll. Or yeah. not even no, the rock hang and roll. Ten. He's always having the hang ten going on his hand. Yeah. Oh, man. Index, middle, and third finger are missing. Yes. Now, take a, take, a, take a look at the, the hand that's in the baby's mouth. Is that a result of the years of inbreeding? <laughs> it might be. Um, I, I, I'm, yeah. Oh, dude, why are you giving me this? Cause now I, uh... I'm not going to put that part on RadioHideout.com. Please. <laughs> oh, awful. It's, uh, it's awful. It's really, really awful, yet I want to laugh. Because it's really the mullet Joe. Go ahead, I did it. I can't laugh at a kid. I died. I'll wait till it turns 18 and then laugh. Wow, I'm looking at your mom, dude. That bleached blonde hair, she is skinny. I thought she'd be a... Now, I can I can bring in some fat pictures of her, too, because she was fat most of the time we were growing up. She lost weight. She loses weight when she's going through something, you know? Uh, when uh, she got divorced, she lost a lot of weight. You know, when uh, her and mullet Joe broke up. She lost a lot of weight, and she's kept it off now. She actually looks like a uh, my other best friend, Tim, who's in Texas. Looks exactly like his mom. A more weathered uh, fairy lady? Is that what you're about to say? No, I wasn't going to say that. You just called your mom a more weathered fairy lady? Damn, dude. Have you no respect? No. My mom looks like Roseanne Barr. <laughs> so, and that was uh, Roseanne Barr in the middle years, before mm -hmm. Tom Arnold. I actually told my mom she looked like Roseanne once. Yeah. Ooh, that was a mistake. You know, the good thing about that baby is she'll be able to become a professional bowler when she gets older. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll have to... Yeah, she only has, yeah, she only has two fingers, so they'll have to make a special bowl for, ball for her. Oh, she'll be fine. Yeah. Jesus, man. We'll call her uh, Big Earn. All right, people are saying nothing cracker. like photo viewing uh, a photo viewing party on the radio. The hideout is groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> now all these uh, pictures will be up on RadioHideout.com for everybody to view, though. And I'll say this, F you, you son of a bitch, we could be on vacation. Yeah. So uh, Allow us to do some of our personal stuff on the radio. Allow us to have just a little wee bit of fun. All right, Matt says his mom looks like Kathy Bates. Actually, I have a sis. I have a, an aunt who looks like Kathy Bates. Well, Maybe Dub, you guys are related. So, can we, do you think, get Bat Monkey in here real fast. I want these on RadioHideout.com tomorrow. Um, it's workable for me if it's workable for him. Oh, we haven't seen the pictures of uh, me in the summer camp yet. I want you to flip through these real quick. Um, can we make this happen? Can we get all these pictures up on RadioHideout.com? Eyes blacked out by tomorrow. Is he scanning or am I? You are. I don't have a scanner. I don't even have a computer. Oh, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, probably. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, because we need that ASAP so that people can hit up the website and get to know. the And I'd label it the Dubs uh, Family Photo Album. Now, I used to go to um, uh, Judson Collins uh, <laughs> Sports Camp, Church Camp, when I was a kid for like three summers straight. Right. And I was the only white person there, basically. How, uh, are you sure it just wasn't like a Baptist like retreat for the summer? Holy Christ, as I look at these pictures, you are really the only white person. Yeah. I, in the last I call that heaven. The last picture is my uh, my best friend from camp, and I think that's the best picture of them all. <laughs> You're 
You're such a racist ass. How you might want to pass that last picture around. You're such a racist ass. He's not your best friend, is he? He was my best friend from the school. I'm from the church camp. Why are you laughing? Tell everybody why you're laughing. Because you can't see him. <laughs> Is there something in this picture? <laughs> He's standing in the doorway. I see the light bulb. You're such a racist <laughs> ass, man. <laughs> He's wearing a Tupac shirt, though. That's all you can think you can see. I What's can his name? Am- Amos? <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine what Mullet Joe and all Bi Curious BJ and all your other little racist friends are saying when you took that picture. Actually, that picture never, I never really showed anybody those pictures. Did you purposely turn off the flash? No. It was on. Stop. <laughs> it was. Why would you? It was like a spotlight. And Dubs went to school with Wesley Snipes. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> now you know the rest of the story. Loaded, loaded that door, but Doc. Is the out music going? Yes, it is. Right, I guess I should keep my headphones on. Got about one minute left in it. All right, so here's what's coming up this week. Matt wants to know if his name was Midnight. <laughs> I'm not even going to go any further. No, but he was so black that uh, lightning bugs followed him in the daytime, and he told oh. me that joke. He told you that he one? He told me that one. God, dude, I bet he got picked on a lot. <laughs> Looks like a spare tire. And you know what's even worse? All right, stop, Belcher. And you know what's even worse is that he uh, he got probably got the worst of it from uh, his own people. Yeah. Because you know black folks love to make fun of other dark black folks. Mm-hmm. And how. <laughs> All right, Belcher. Boy, they're like a burnt chitlin. Even. All right. Um, I, we got a few guests coming up this week. Some wrestlers are going to come in, teach us how to cut promos. Someone from urinal.com or .net. I can't remember which. .net, I believe. And then Corolla is uh, booking us, I guess, as well. We will not be on New Year's Eve, but we're going to we're gonna record a New Year's Eve special. That like is a year interview. If right. Corolla lives. And apparently Corolla's sick, so uh, keep him company. Along with Rick Ballou and Kevin Wheeler. Think for yourself, question authority. Uh, don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I am gay. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. Oh, Hefe. <laughs> Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. Aye. Five thousand.